cool. So welcome to another edition of the Nine Hertz podcast. Uh, we're sort of starting off there with, I guess, um, a bit of extreme metal, but like um, grindcore, you know, uh, death metal thrown in there, like punk energy to it as well, a bit crusty. Uh, the band Revenge. So Pete, you've brought this to uh, to the table. So um, we've just been looking through their back catalogue. It looks like they've got like a ridiculous amount of albums for a band that have only been together five or six years. Yes, yeah. Uh, I got into them a few years ago. They, um, from memory, it was something like Jagged Into Sunlight, who I'm a big, big fan of, uh, kind of put a playlist up of bands who influence their sound. Um, and Revenge came on, and it was it was kind of so extreme, it was ridiculous. And I listened to it, I thought, oh, Jesus, what, what is this? Those kind of the really strange vocals in it, the really kind of almost almost comical. And I thought, what yeah. is this? And then... Um, and then I just found myself listening to them over and over. And by chance, kind of, I found one of the records in like a, a, a one of the CDs in a secondhand shop, like the following day. So um, I downloaded an album and I had that. And I just, and I just found myself listening to nothing but them for, for a couple of weeks. And then kind of shelved it again. And then every now and again, I can, you know, and I've got a few more since. Every now and again, I can just go on this on a revenge binge and just, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I'm just absolutely hooked with it. And, uh, so yeah, new album coming out really chuffed, and um, I mean for for a band who kind of you know had this you know they push the bar on extreme you know on extremity that's that's kind of their their thing. You wonder you know what's a new album going to bring? Is it you know is the is it done? And then you listen to it and it's brilliant and you know I love yeah. it you know immediately love it and you think I don't don't know why I doubted it absolutely love it and I don't know what it is it's it's, it's you know, I, I can't put the word on it because whatever word I can think of is, is surely wrong. But you know, this track—it's fun almost. You know, it's, it's yeah, got a, absolutely. I, get that, that. I don't want to say fun or groove or or even like danceable. You know, I don't know what it is. I, they're completely the wrong things to be saying about revenge. But it's there. It's you know, it's it has that. It, it, you like you know, you said with the punk energy. You know, it's got it's got it all there and. Yeah, for what should be a completely disgusting, you know, like thing you endure. Actually, I can just sit there this like very happily, and I have done. It came out uh, last Friday. I have done all week. Absolutely loved it. Brilliant. I mean, it it reminds me of some of the stuff that um, I don't know if you've ever paid attention to those lists that um, Fenris from Dark Throne used to put out. So he used to kind of he likes a lot of obscure, kind of in the annals of history, kind of metal bands like new wave of British heavy metal stuff and then mm. stuff that was influenced by that that you know bands that only put a seven inch out and then right. split up or you know a demo somewhere and he, he used to put out these vast lists of stuff it reminds me of stuff like that you know like very sort of influenced by like motorhead and you know crusty stuff but with a kind of evil kind of I don't know like a black metal energy behind it as well so yeah, I'll have to look into this band because like, for some reason they've passed me by. I really don't know how, to be honest. So, yeah, so we opened with that. That was um, Reaper Abyss, which is the opening track off their, their new record, um, Strike, Smother and Dehumanise. So, yeah, you can get that at uh, revengeofficial.bandcamp.com. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. I really like that. Um, so the sort of next track we're going to talk about, uh, Hominid Sounds, uh, absolutely brilliant label that have put out god knows how many records in the last um few years that i think that their quality controls just up there really isn't it um yeah 
recent releases uh, include Sly and the Family Drone. Um, they put out the uh, Working Man's Club uh, record a few months ago. Um, yeah, Remote Viewing that we've played on the podcast before. And yeah, this new band uh, is called Shook, and um, it's members of Gold and Nod, which like on paper sounds amazing, and then you listen to it and it's like, wow, this is pretty special. So what did you make of this one, Pete? Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed this a lot. The, this song came out um, in advance, you know, this one, the one you've picked, and, yeah. you know, enjoyed that, and then the, the album came out maybe last Friday, and I had it on um, last week, and uh, loved it. it it's, it's strong throughout. It, it kind of, I was kind of made notes for uh, for the podcast of the songs you picked, because this is one of the songs you picked first, wasn't it? And, yeah. um, uh, and what, I'm just referencing it, because I don't remember writing it, but it had uh, mix of kind of hey colossus and they're kind of punk you know like they're when they're at the most boisterous almost when they're punky yeah uh, but mixed with a big business as well you know it's somewhere oh, between those the, two the big business thing came through for me yeah definitely. although i think yeah i'm thinking about it now i think you know when, whenever i've reviewed gold and i've done that several times you know big fan of them um they're a band i've always referenced there but they came from it from a kind of doom you know much doomier angle than this um so yeah, I mean that that it is a you know an enticing sort of combination um, of bands and and it, it bears fruit. Yeah, I mean it's it's just sort of bombastic and very sure of itself from the first note. I think so. Yeah, I really enjoyed this one. There's not a lot more to say really. I mean it's it's just great. It's just a great record. Um, yeah. So the the album's called Petricorn Rainbows, uh, and we're going to play the opening track, which is called Millions. You can get this at hominidsounds.bandcamp.com. Uh, there's a limited edition 12 inch uh, and you can buy it digitally as well so see you think to this this is millions
So uh, that was a band shook. Um, so yeah, we're going to go a little bit more uh, sort of death metally heavy next, I guess. Um, it's a band called uh, Cosmic Putrefaction that we've uh, we've found on I Voidhanger Records. So Pete, I mean, what kind of drew to this? I mean, it's obviously like chaotic and you know all over the place. Yeah, I, I, it's everything I like about death metal. <laughs> all the elements in it, which you know, which I think it is. You know, it's quite brutal. It's 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 got that modern full sound to it. Um, it's got a bit of death doom in there. You know that that you know that air of it. You know, and it's also slightly techy and but in that in the weirdy techy strange way, and then wrapped in this whole cosmic thing. And you know, there's a midsection which just goes completely weird rhythm. You know, weird rhythm to it, which is you know glorious. It's, it's every, all those elements together. It's just that that's kind of what I, what I love about death metal. They pulled you know pulled it all together. Yeah, and like the the vocals on this one are pretty brutal as well. Just pretty mm-hmm. out there. Um, the lyrics like talk about you know like you say like almost science fictiony stuff, but almost like uh, H.P. Lovecraft style as well like very out there kind of concepts but quite common i guess in in death metal these days but yeah just really sort of hits the mark with this doesn't it it's really kind of complex and um it can draw you in i think that's the yeah yeah complex without kind of losing itself and without you know it's not you know there's still kind of four or five minute songs and there's still you know there still hits the mark but it's got you know it's, it's you know, it does have that you know, warped element to it, which makes it really interesting, really grab me. Yeah, really cool. Um, so yeah, you can get this on uh, iVoidHanger, um, and the album's called The Horizons Towards Which Splendor Withers. Um, you can get this at cosmicputrefaction.bandcamp.com. We're going to play a uh, third track on this, which is The Glooming Murk of His Tuluric Shrieks. <laughs>
So I'll tell you a label we haven't played in a while, uh, and that's a Sludge Lord. So uh, Sheffield's um, very, very prolific uh, sort of metal label, I guess you could describe it as, but like he, he tends to have a, a taste that kind of uh, represents the heavier end of Sludge, the sort of uh, the faster end of kind of... Um, extreme kind of stuff and just just very good in in terms of like the the amount of releases and the, the sheer quality so um he's put out a record by a band called heron before um so we're going to play a track off their new album uh and yeah this this just blew me away um the whole album's fantastic uh, it's called time immemorial um yeah and we're going to play a song that kind of it just plunges into this chuggy perfection i i really really like it so it's called death on the malahattan i looked up the malahattan it's it's either an area um in sort of like british columbia i think um or it's a boat i'm i'm inclined to believe it's the boat that they're singing about you know death you know a murder on a on a ship at sea um (laughs) it's got that kind of air of menace to it hasn't it yeah, but you do make it sound like a Poirot novel, doesn't it? I do, but, a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yes, I do like this. I, 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 to be honest, actually, I did listen through to first um, a little while ago. Maybe we got through for review or something, but um, and I wasn't taken with it. And my kind of um, my thoughts were, you know, like it, it had heaviness to it, but there was a bit of kind of too much post metal in there on my first mm. listen. Um, and then I've listened through again, particularly because you've, uh, you know, you, you said you've selected it for this, and I, I, I don't know where I've got that from. I, I, there's a bit of that in there, but it's, it's, you know, um, it's fierce. It, it, you know, the vocal bite, you know, and yeah. um, there's a sharpness to the, you know, to the riffs, which means it's not, you know, it's not. It, it is kind of, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's rapid. It's not kind of elongated. It's not kind of pissing around like some post metal can. So yeah, I was. I'm glad I've had the chance to come back to this because, yeah, my my first impression was wrong, essentially. Yeah, I mean, um, I think this this track in particular, this is why I picked this because it just kind of it doesn't lead it. It doesn't lead up to itself. It just kind of goes for it, and um, mm. it's it's kind of hypnotic. So yeah, I, I really think this is kind of. Um, possibly where this band are going to kind of get a lot of attention from because it's just very well um, realised and I feel like they've taken their time and kind of really thought about what they wanted to achieve with, in terms of the sound. So, um, yeah, um, you can buy this on, on a sort of special edition um, vinyl at the moment. Uh, don't know how many of them they've got left. Um, but, yeah, there's only 30 of those left. Um but they've got um yeah sort of like a standard um sort of vinyl edition as well so yeah i mean sludge lord like we we say this a lot but they put out so many decent releases like um wallowing is is kind of the one we always refer back to but uh, i mean recently they've put out a band called the ditch and the delta which we i don't know why we didn't play but amazing stuff um the band worms they've put out several sort of albums by them um yeah just Really, yeah, really and like oh, yeah, opium mode and stuff, yeah. from last year, you know, it's a yeah. lot of like, a lot of kind of um, you know, the, the British Doom team as well, which they support, well, you know, really well. Definitely, I think they actually sold out the open Opium Lord uh records uh this week, um, 
so yeah that's that's it if you if you wanted that it's gone you'll have to find that second hand now or something or, or from the band so yeah anyway um heron um yeah we're gonna play the song um death on the Malhats, and you can get this at the sludge door.bandcamp.com as ever but there's uh there's heron sludge.bandcamp.com as well <laughs> So um, we're fans of this band, uh, this next band, Kuba Turku, a uh, band from Greece. And we played um, a song back on Podcast 38, I think we just had a look. So that's quite a while ago now. So yeah, they, they had an album out, um, I think on Hominid uh, Sounds, that we've just played uh, a band from, so that was called Carob. Um, but yeah, the new album, Proto Techno, uh, is on Rocket Recordings, which is like home to Hey Colossus, Nod and... A host of amazing 
bands. But yeah, you've picked this one, Pete, and it's it's kind of um, really out there, isn't it? It's almost like dance music sort of style, like like a techno kind of beat to it. Yeah, um, brilliant stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I think they sent it to us. I might be wrong, um, but I heard it a few weeks ago. Um, well, I must have got it. We must have come through because um on press privileges somehow um because it, i heard it and i i think we you know i potentially kind of had the chance to play it on an earlier podcast but i i kind of think i just needed the time with this album just to sit there and you know and play it a few times over to really kind of absorb it um and then i had it on i don't know a week or so ago and i just got it and i played it through just played it like all the way through um and you know really felt like I found it. It is, you know, it is strange. And it's, you know, from the first, the first track's kind of almost, almost kind of a fairly standardy, you know, song structure to it. Yeah. Uh, but from there onwards, it just it, collapses. It, you know, just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and like I went through and I thought, right, I'm going to, f- I, I definitely want to play some of this podcast. And I knew, you know, I, because I just played through, I didn't sort of notice which tracks was on. I played through and it, it was this one, you know, this one really kind of, yeah. really was the one. And, um, and it, but it, I needed those few listens to, you know, to kind of really understand it, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, um, I think I was blown away by this band um, when we played the last one. But yeah, this th- this song, Kassan, which was going to play, it's just amazing. Just like, I, it, it's hard to kind of pin them down. Um, there's a lot going on. Um, but yeah, that kind of pulse to it, um, I can imagine live, it's just incredible. So. Yeah, absolutely amazing stuff. You can get it on sort of um, several different kind of shades of vinyl as well. So really nicely packaged. And this, the cover is absolutely stunning. I think that's my favourite cover we've been sent this year. It's just stunning, isn't it? It's like a really... Mm-hmm. Um, reminds me of a lot of um, kind of ancient Japanese art, you know, like that kind of like um, etching. Yeah. It's like wood, wood yeah. carvings, but done with like a modern slant so yeah full marks for that um yeah so i mean there's not a lot more to say it's just incredible incredible track this um so you can get this at uh, kubiturku.bandcamp.com uh, or you can find it on rocket recordings <laughs>
So we're going to play a song by um, Trepanation Recordings. Keep putting out like we've said this before, but they keep putting out like um, a ridiculous amount of music, and it's all very good as well. I mean, there's a lot of noise stuff. There's there's like um, sort of full on noise rock bands. There's sludge. There's deathy stuff. Uh, and here comes um, this project called uh, Everson Poe, which is fascinating really because it seems to feature like three or four different vocalists through the whole thing and just really interesting so it's from chicago um and yeah i I don't really um kind of understand the the thinking behind it but it kind of just works doesn't it i mean it's it's four tracks um it's got like loads of kind of different influences i mean the one we're going to play i i'd say has got like early kind of my dying bride vibes to it it's like a little bit gothic yeah a little bit yeah, kind of basic it, sludgy sort of stuff yeah yeah it, it, it kind of one of the influences list is veil creature um yeah and there's a little bit of that in there i think so that's also linked to you know that kind of um the main uh the main person behind it is um you know it, it makes clear uh they're queer gender queer and Gender identity and mental health issues are central themes of these songs, um, which you know does provide a, you know there's a link there to Vile Creatures. I'm not sure if that's influenced just on you know musically or you know thematically as well. Probably both. Um, and with all that, and with with these different sounds across the songs, I found it you know it was it wasn't you know it wasn't a thing I, I loved the most, but it was uh, I was really interesting, really kind of something that. I listened to in depth and tried to get all the angles of which I don't always do with, you know, with when I listened to Revenge early, you know, that was just a, you know, it's a completely different listening experience. And I found listen to this, you know, I was reading the lyrics, I was reading the background and everything and, you know, and really got engrossed with it. Yeah. I mean, um, it takes you on a bit of a journey, doesn't it? Because none of the tracks sound like each other um, mm. in a way. Yeah. So you kind of, kind of left to figure it out yourself, which is, really fascinating I, I thought it was quite interesting um yeah i mean it, it's it's weird because i think belial is, is is kind of like a demon's name and and that's kind of it comes up in a lot of metal but perhaps this is like a personification of, of mental health or you know like or, or sort of faith or something like that i think it, it makes a lot of statements within these four tracks so i think that's what's so interesting about it because it, it doesn't move in a way that that makes you want to kind of um, put it on immediately again, but it's it's very sort of intense all the way through. I think that's the best yeah. I can kind of describe yeah, yeah. it, really. That's that's fair, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, if you want to sort of have a listen, this is, I'd, I'd sort of recommend you kind of listening to all four because, like, it, it doesn't follow a, a sort of strict pattern with, you know, there's a lot of different influences all, all over this, really. I mean, they list Arm and Ra and Vile Creature and everything, but... I feel like it, it cuts its own path, which is fantastic. So, the album's called Monstrous Existence, and uh, we're going to play uh, an excerpt from Blog because it's about 13 minutes uh, in total. So, um, see what you think of this. Uh, you can get it at eversonpo.bandcamp.com or you can get it at trepanationrecordings.bandcamp.com.
So, uh, we're going to something a little bit more ambient, a little bit more kind of um, esoteric, I guess. Um, so, uh, Steve Larder, uh, he's a guitarist in Moloch, which many people will know, and he also uh, produces um, excellent illustration uh, for his day job. Um, and you can see that sort of like showcased in his zine, which is Rumlad, so you can get that um, on Bandcamp, I think, and uh, Big Cartel and things like that. But yeah, really worth kind of um, looking out for. But yeah, he started a uh, kind of solo project um, called Oil of the Vein and um, bought the first AP put out um, sort of last year. And that was quite sort of droney and, and sort of um, stark. This one, um, I don't know if you remember, Pete, like the, the band Pale Horse um, yeah. from a few, few years ago. But this reminds me of like the quieter moments where they used acoustic guitars and, and kind of created this kind of um weird f sort of semi-folk atmosphere i guess um mm. the track we're going to play um it's called non-human presences which is like closing this kind of three track uh cassette that he's put out with uh like a split with a, a guy called black cloud summoner um but yeah it's got that kind of weird like almost folk like kind of you know um through the veil kind of stuff. It's it's very gloomy and very sort of atmospheric. I, I really enjoyed this. I don't know what you made of this one because it's a, it is strange. I think by his own admission, this is quite a strange um, departure from from the sludge of Moloch. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it's got that haunting, you know, element to it. it did, I, I I did enjoy it, and I, I was you know surprised by that. It did, um, it does have like a weird resonance to it, which you know just kind of I don't know it almost in the background almost kind of rumbles under and you just kind of you know feel affected by it and you don't quite know how does that make sense yeah you absolutely yeah yeah it does yeah it's kind of uncanny that's the that's the word we're looking for I think but yeah, yeah. Um, interesting little release um, the Black Cloud Summoner side is, is very sort of um, kind of static heavy and quite sort of um, uh, a bit more kind of digital kind of smeary sort of sound but um, this side's really sort of pleasant, kind of takes you out of yourself for a little bit. Um, there's a vocals from um, Mark uh, Van Vesey of a band called November Bees um, on the second one, so that feels like a bit more like spoken word, um, quite interesting sort of poetry maybe. Um, yeah, just like a nice little release, and yeah, uh, I think there's only 20 um, cassettes out there, so be quick if you want it. Um, this is Oil of a Vein. Uh, I'm going to play Strange Lights. You can get this at oilofavane.bankup.com.
Cool, so uh, we're going to talk about a band called Daggers next, and um, sort of Belgian band. This is their um, first album in six years, which I'm, I'm amazed by, because I've, I've literally um, not heard of them before. So, um, members of uh, Cocaine Piss, Necrodancer, Death Maze, and, and other bands. Um, but yeah, I, I just really like this. I mean, it sounds to me, this is probably a very um, obvious kind of uh, reference, but sounded like uh, the band Planes Mistaken for Stars or their sort of follow-up project Get Some. Um, gravelly vocals, kind of slackery kind of sound to it. Um, what do you make of this one, Pete? Because it's, it's on, um, is it Throat Runer? But it doesn't really yeah. sound like a typical no. release for them, does it? Well, no, it, except, well, no, it doesn't. And, you know, you mentioned kind of members of Death Maze and we played them probably last year, end of last year. Yeah. Uh, and that was from memory, um, fairly kind of, you know, gothy indie type mm. stuff. Uh, and it said, I remember saying, it sounds members of all these different bands, you know, the same as this, just, I don't know, it's like a collective of people, you know, putting out different types of music. So with, you know, yeah, it's not your typical throat wound throat release, but um, I wasn't quite sure what to expect, you know, having, you know, yeah, bearing in mind we'd, we'd listed the same, I was, you know, um, was it going to be that kind of same thing? And, uh, it is different, you know. The, you know, from the album cover, it's got the kind of this bright dagger on it. It's got um, the gravelly vocals are there, you know, it, which give it almost a punk feel to it. But then, um, yeah, I couldn't quite nail it down, which is good. You know, it's obviously, yeah. obviously a good thing. Um, it does have a bit of a slightly gothy rock air to it, but altogether, yeah, I like this a lot. Yeah, I, I haven't listened to the album yet. Have you, have you listened right too? Yeah, it's um, it's really good. It kind of flows. Um, I mean, I know I, I say this a lot, but kind of it flows like an album should. You know, it's, it doesn't feel like yeah. they've just re- you know thrown a load of songs together. It kind of flows through and makes sense together. So yeah, I, I really really like this. Um, I, I sent this to a few friends who are sort of big Planes fans, and I'm not sure what they they haven't come back to me yet, like to sort of say what they think. But I think it's kind of that kind of like almost sleazy um thing to it that that mm. will sort of appeal to a lot of people so yeah, yeah. I, I really like this so yeah the album's called uh neon noir erotica um and uh yeah we're gonna play the song uh cultural blight <laughs>
So um, we're going to play a second track from uh, the um, the record label I Void Hanger, uh, and we, I think we had to play this. I think it's it's been doing the rounds this week on social media, and it's it's just like um, completely esoteric, completely out there, and it's very. I can't really describe this, and you know, I'm very rarely lost for words when it comes to describing music, but this is just. It goes so many places and it's amazing. So the band's called Aesop Trillium um, and they've got an album out called Eternity of Sheog. And yeah, I mean, you picked this one, people. I think I would have picked it if you hadn't because it's yeah. just... <laughs> uh, how do you even say I mean, the people have mentioned it's like a hallucinogenic journey. It's yeah, phenomenal experience. It's, it's based on an H.P. Lovecraft story. And yeah. it. What <laughs> did you make of it when you first heard it? <laughs> I, I, I was blown away with it. I, I really was. I, I, the, the bits of it, and this is—I mean, this song in particular. I've had this on over and over since. I'd, and we got it. We got it a little while back for review. So I have heard it, you know. And this past week in particular, I've, I've kind of really kind of got more into it as well. It, it's just so, so strange. So many different layers to it. Um, the, the bit in this, you know, there's a bit in this song about. Well, I've been it down there six and a half minutes through. Um, I just I, I can listen it over and over, and it's you know it's it's kind of almost delicate in its musicianship, yet it's ferocious, and you know, and then it just it, it comes from out of nowhere, um, and then leads out. I mean, every song's like you know these are you know the this songs are nine minutes long. They're not all huge, but it feels like this this grand statement, this huge kind of epic journey that goes on. Um, you know, whether it's black metal, it's almost kind of symphonic in, po- in places without yeah. that being a dirty word. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's experimental. It's, you know, it's cosmic. It's fantastic. I, you know, I haven't listened to uh, much black metal of late. Um, and this, you know, this isn't anywhere near pure black metal, but this, this is phenomenal. Yeah, I think this is a real achievement and I think it kind of, Goes up in my estimations when you find out it's just one person again. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how how people are this good at, at creating something so chaotic and yeah, experimental and uh, all over the place in a good way. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not a lot we can kind of add to this. I mean, it, it's something to be experienced. I think that's the that's the thing I'd say. Like taking away from this whole thing, so. Yeah, I mean, you can get it on um, like ridiculously complex um, kind of vinyl uh, edition. Um, there's like, um, yeah, just like several different colours, and I mean that uh, we've talked about um, covers as oh, well this episode quite a, quite a bit to be honest. Um, and it's possibly not the greatest thing for a podcast to be talking about images, but <laughs> I think you, people just need to go and have a look at this, like iVoidHangerRecords.bandcamp.com, because it's just, it's an unreal kind of monstrous image, and it kind of evokes a lot of, I mean, the more you look at it, the more there is. Um, I think that's that's the point. Of yeah. it. It's a proper painting, it, it, isn't it? Yes. You know, like the whole, uh, uh, what were they called? Ian Jackson and you know the uh, turn-based books. Yeah, yeah. So what it like something from that, but a bit more grotesque and you know like yeah. absolutely strange. You know where you, yeah. you know, you, you, uh, adventure books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a, such a good cover. Definitely a bit of um, 
Dungeons and Dragons, like Gary Gygax kind of uh, stuff there as well. Yeah, brilliant. Um, yeah, so I mean, we're going to play uh, the third song. Of this, which is called, uh, I think we're going to say it like this: Thrintone, uh, which is Second Passage, the Color of Death. <laughs> <laughs> 